0: Welcome to the Last Travel Weekly podcast for 2019. I'm here with my colleague Ian Taylor and we're going to have a look back at the last 12 months in travel and pick out some of the key events and themes for this year. But before we do that, we're going to hear from some others to get their take on 2019 and their predictions for 2020.
1: Jane Atkins, Managing Director of Shearings Holidays. Um, our biggest highlight of 2019 would be um, the um, relaunch of This Is Shearings and um, extending our whole portfolio and just generally modernising the um, the perception of coach holidays, um, so a whole new fleet of coaches and, uh, and new product sets. Um, our challenge, I guess, is the background of Brexit and the instability and uncertainty that that creates amongst our... Older demographic, um, so lots of hand holding and reassuring, um, and that will continue to be a, a challenge in 2020. But I think also an opportunity for those operators that can give customers confidence to book um, and, and knowledge that their holidays are, are in safe hands. Really, and a prediction for next year? Oh, prediction! Oh, um, get! I guess I think you know people are going to buy holidays. They're going to buy more than they've ever bought before, according to the Travel Weekly Insight report. So um, look forward to receiving lots of those bookings. Hi, Sheila Mahoney from EasyJet, the Head of Leisure Distribution, and highlight for travel has to be the focus on sustainability. Um, We're not there yet, we're not going to change the world yet, there's lots of interim measures, but it's steps in the right direction, and um, yeah, excited to see where that's going to take us and our customers. Um, Challenges, we are not unique in saying continued uncertainty in the marketplace. Things are looking bright for the turn of the year. My prediction for uh, 2020 is continued growth in the Eastern Med, which we as an airline are really excited about.
2: Hi, I'm Alistair Oland, Chief Retail Officer for Midcounties co cooperative. Uh, I think in terms of the travel group, the key highlight was uh, how we looked after uh, the members of Freedom who woke up on a Monday morning to... Not having booking systems or ability to look after their existing or uh, existing clients or potentially new clients, most of those we had trade uh, trading within within the same week. So we're we're very proud to work with uh, all of those new members. Uh, key opportunity, I think, is in the marketplace in the aftermath of Thomas Cook. Who fills that capacity and how? And the rebalance. Uh, of the marketplace. Uh, And prediction for uh, 2020 will be a flat year with a higher average selling price, perhaps £30, uh, which should uh, lead to a reasonable result for travel businesses in the UK for 2020.
0: So we've just heard from some industry leaders there on what they made of 2019 and what they're forecasting for next year. Ian, what have been the key events and themes of this year, do you think?
3: A couple of things stand out. One of them is the degree of uncertainty, which undoubtedly shaped the market and the booking profile, if you like, for outbound holidays this year. Um, and the election result last week uh, seems to put that to bed, uh, at least for the the moment, Um around the, with Britain's withdrawal from the EU. I mean, really, political uncertainty over Brexit has been a dominant factor for, since the referendum and certainly since Theresa May um, uh, came back in 2017 without an overall majority. And Boris Johnson now essentially has what May sought in 2017. So... I, you know, that has to be welcome regardless of how you feel about the election result. I'm sure the industry broadly will welcome the certainty
0: Okay, and what else? What other key events have happened? Well, obviously we've had Thomas Cook
3: Yeah, the t- Thomas Cook failure is obviously the other the, 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 the second key event The failure of one of the big two has been touted as just about the worst thing that could happen to the consumer financial protection scheme in in Britain, to the atoll scheme, for years. Uh, And frequently we've heard people say, uh, you know, this is why the whole thing out and and so on, the scheme wouldn't be able to cope. So the worst thing that could happen in this respect has happened and it didn't have that effect. uh, the predictions of failures the following Thomas Cook that they haven't come to fruition yet either. That doesn't mean there won't be failures as a as a consequence, but it hasn't wiped out a whole swathe of, of the industry, and consumers are being re, refunded. There's fallout still to come. The insurance. The costs of insurance will undoubtedly go up, the costs of insurance for the atoll scheme will undoubtedly go up and, and so on and so forth. But overwhelmingly you'd have to say the atoll scheme did its job of protecting consumers.
0: Do you think the atoll scheme is going to be reformed, though, in light of what's happened?
3: No. I think that the I think the government will act on a part of the insolvency um, re- airline insolvency review basically uh, changed the law so that an insolvent airline's aircraft can be used to repatriate passengers in future and I think they'll do nothing else. I think an all all uh, flights, levy isn't, isn't on the cards. The Lightly Transport Secretary Grant Shapps is not interested in, in doing that. I think the more profound changes will be in how agents and suppliers organise their relations in in future in terms of agency agreements, pipeline monies, uh, taking of deposits, passing them on, all those things.
0: Yes, yeah, we haven't seen any of that reform just yet. Um, OK, what about um, overcapacity?
3: Thomas Cook was brought down overwhelmingly by the, its burden of, of debt. And the other, other factors were what put... Plunged it into a new crisis, but it was the debt that pulled it down. But one of the major factors in in creating such a difficult market was the wholesale overcapacity in uh, short haul, and uh, particularly to Spain, but not 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 just to Spain. It's set, we saw a spate of collapses. Of airlines in uh, 2017, Monarch, Air Berlin in Germany, and all the capacity was put back in. Because, basically, because the market's been been growing, and so margins have been minimal. Uh, I mean, it's staggering to think that EasyJet, which announced a profit of getting up towards 500 million uh, pounds for the 12 months September, lost about four quid on every seat it sold across the year as a whole so including the summer peak and it only made a profit off its ancillary sales once people were were on on board so it is extraordinary if you think the uk's most successful airline is is operating at a loss if it wasn't for ancillary uh, sales now we've seen ryanair rain in its growth for next year EasyJet's jets raining in its growth for next year it grew at 10 percent this last 12 months it'll grow up 3% uh, next year but already the capacity that Thomas Cook took out of the market in the UK has all gone is all going back in. TUI's added a million holidays Jet 2 won't be far behind if it's uh, behind at all. EasyJet plans to sell a million holidays on the beach and and so on so I can't see the overcapacity easing hugely um,
0: good prices cut prices then will there be a bit of a price war
3: well there has been there is an ongoing price war and it's difficult to see it uh, easing
0: next year good for the consumer but um, not good for margins ok just just you touched on it EasyJet Holidays obviously they've launched this year um, just very recently actually so that's been quite a bigger uh, event happened at the tail end of, of this year. What what um, do you make of, of their game plan, their strategy? Are they gonna be some real competition for, for Jet Two and Tui?
3: Them there'll obviously be competition for both of them, I would imagine. Look Jet Two and Tui both have their uh, very strong um, niches if you if you like. TUI in terms of quality, Jet Two also quality, but at a lower price. Lots of regional flying uh, and so on. EasyJet has a very good reputation as an airline, so you can see having a lot of purchase with with consumers. the The site they've got looks really nippy. Um, they're really they're serious about what they're doing with the the people they brought in running the operation from Tui. I was struck by their recruitment of Jane Ashton from TUI to uh, oversee their the measures on sustainability and and so on. So I think EasyJet are going to be a big player in the package holiday market.
0: And An event we held recently, um, they said that they would be launching to the trade probably the first quarter of next year, I think. So it'll be interesting to see what their offer is to to agents. Yeah,
3: they're also up front. They have a model of 80% direct, 20% through third parties, and it's going to be the similar proportion, probably a bit less than 20% through agents. So presumably they'll work with um, agent partners.
0: Okay. Let's talk a bit about um, the high street, because the wider retail landscape in the UK has, um, well, it's been pretty much a rough year for a lot of big name high street retailers then since the cook collapse we've had obviously hayes come along sweep up all of cook's retail estate we've got barhead nipping at their heels trying to open shops mid-counties wanting to open shops so talk to us a bit about how the high streets look this year
3: fresh on the high street hasn't eased up uh, at all it's not it is obviously online retailing's responsible for part of it uh it's not just that there's also out-of-town shopping centres where there's free parking, stuff like that. Department stores and chain stores have taken the brunt of the um, uh, closures, though, over, over the last year. And the latest data on the state of uh, travel agencies on the High straight, Street is actually positive. I think the, the purchase of the entire Thomas Cook retail estate by Hayes took most people a bit by surprise. Um, it's a massive vote of confidence in, in high street retail. Barhead opening 100 shops is also a massive vote of confidence. I would be very surprised if Hayes hangs on to all the 400-odd shops that they've they've reopened, but clearly a significant proportion of shops have, uh, will be re- retained. Having said all that, the research we did for the annual report report um, we produce uh, with Deloitte suggested a significant fall, five percentage points year on year, in the proportion of consumers planning to book an overseas holiday next year, who said they would book with a they were like to book face to face with a high street agent, and that was quite striking because it was the biggest drop we've seen in uh, seven eight years of doing the the research now. And it was also noticeable that the proportion didn't fall in London and the south-east, or really in the Midlands, it was in the north, so where the proportion had been higher. So that may be indicative of more of a switch online, uh, or it may just be a rogue uh, result.
0: Okay. All right, another big theme of this year has undoubtedly been sustainability, and sustainability in travel. How is that going to play out next year, do you think?
3: People have, people have been talking about sustainability for a long time. I think the big change this year is that the reality of global warming uh, has hit home with a, a larger proportion of people, uh, partly due to the increasing um, incidence of extreme climate events you know, the, the wildfires and, and so on. And also the protests about it, so extinction rebellion here in Britain and elsewhere, uh, the celebrity status that now attaches to Greta Thunberg and, and so on. Um, and that's had an undoubted impact. Interestingly, the research we did with Kantar um, at Service Science um, for the that report I mentioned, showed a six-point increase year on your year in those who planned an overseas holiday next year who cited flying as an um, environmental concern. So they were concerned about the impact. Now, it's still a minority. It was one in five of those planning an overseas holiday. But it, it's impossible not to see that uh, in- increasing. CAA uh, results of a rolling survey they do shows for the first time the proportion of flyers um, airline passengers who who are concerned about the impact of flying matches now the proportion who are not concerned and it's likely that corporate travel the big corporates and so on because of the need for them to to uh, reduce their carbon footprint are going to drive demands on airlines to uh, do everything they possibly can including I suspect in corporate travel thinking about whether they fly or not.
0: Okay, alright thanks Ian. I'm just going to um, run through some other key events for the year. So we had the failure of Superbreak as well, a much loved brand among the trade um, some agents were also left out of pocket on accommodation only bookings having thought they were to bonded but then we had some um, what seemed like very good news, very positive news, because the founder of Superbreak, Gordon Miller, contacted us, um, saying that he wanted to resurrect the brand, provided he could get backing from agents, and the trade said very much they would absolutely support his move to to relaunch Superbreak. He came close to putting in a bid. With the administrators, but for reasons that have not yet been disclosed, um, for confidentiality reasons, he he didn't go through with the bid. However, in October, it emerged that KPMG, the administrators, had accepted an offer for the company's assets with the sale due to be completed early next year. We don't know who it is yet. The the name of the buyer hasn't been revealed. Um, So we'll find out who that is next year. So it'll be interesting to see um, how super is relaunched if indeed it is fully relaunched also being a big year for cruise the uk hit the two million passenger mark for the first time in 2018 it's now the second biggest european market to reach this figure after germany Clear put the rise in passengers down to ship launches like Morella Explorer, which is specifically targeted at the UK market, and Azamara's pursuit um, christening in Southampton in 2018. Um, They they said those launches and christenings were, were very much part of the growth.
3: So it was a milestone for cruise. It was also a milestone for travel weekly. This year. it
0: certainly was it was our 50th anniversary 10th anniversary um, for being an independent business so we launched a new look travel weekly magazine in may with new content um, new signposting among other things we also held our first future of travel selling conference that will continue next year We also launched our Mental Health Matters campaign with a series of roundtables and in-depth features on mental health in the workplace with, of course, a focus on the travel industry. We also pledged to raise £50,000 for charitable causes, which we are on track to do. And more on that will be announced um, at the Globes in January. And lastly, we launched our 100K pitch competition So this offered budding entrepreneurs the chance to put forward their ideas to secure investment and support from um, key um, leaders in the industry who donated £25,000 each. The winner will be revealed next year. Let's finish off with some predictions for 2020. I think holiday bookings are going to see an uplift because of more certainty now around um, Brexit. I think the people that have held off booking this year are going to go for it next year. I do think there's going to be more competition on the high street with Hayes buying up Cook's Retail Estate, Barhead aiming for 100 shops, as you said, Ian, and Mid County's also looking to expand its retail network, and that can only be good for the consumer. Ian, what are you you predicting for next year?
3: I I think there'll be um, a Philip for bookings in january certainly bookings should be up year on year in january because last january this january was pretty dreadful for the reasons we know and you would expect the end of all the brexit stuff for now anyway at least over the withdrawal and the the boost to the exchange rate that came with the election result should have an impact however i I'm not convinced that that means there'll be uh, an increase in bookings overall over the course of the year because um, we saw a record number of bookings in 2018, 2019 looks to have been on a par and I I would expect 2020 to be about on a par and the question for the industry is whether they improve the margin on bookings or or not not whether they have more bookings we're more than 10 years from the last recession and we're due one and all the signs are in germany and elsewhere that uh the certainly the german euro economy and therefore the eurozone economy uh, looks to be going into recession if it's not already um and who knows what's happening with the chinese economy and so on so i would be very surprised if the slowdown in glo in the world economy doesn't continue and i would i would put money on there being a recession
0: okay well on that um upbeat note one last question sorry did you have another prediction well, i've got two other predictions. oh my god keep going keep going
3: one one is that I think the polarisation in politics is not at an end. And the second thing is I think uh, we have to expect m- more extreme climate climate events and more often. And that is going to both stoke concern about global warming uh, and also create difficulties in operating to destinations at uh, various times.
0: Right, so lo- lots to look forward to. Um Two more questions. What are you doing for Christmas and what's your New Year's resolution?
3: Uh, I'm going to... I'm spending Christmas Day on the South Coast and then I'm going to Dartmouth um, to spend my time there for New Year. Um, My New Year's resolution is to work shorter hours.
0: (laughs) Can I have the same New Year's resolution as you? We can put them to Lucy together. Um, Okay, thanks a lot, Ian, and thank you all for listening to this podcast and all our others. We will be back in the new year um, with Steve Dunn and Phil Bloomfield to talk about the turn of year ads that you'll all be seeing over Christmas. So until then, thank you and have a lovely Christmas and new year.